brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. Vigano has many critics. Many from, of course, our adversaries who tell us that Vigano is a bad person, that he betrayed Francis, that his duty is, even if he disagrees on a moral level with anything Francis does, that he should keep his mouth shut and just retire. Or worse, they accuse him of having gone rogue, essentially, because he didn't get a cardinal's hat when he thought he deserved one. Okay. Among his other critics, some of his more reasonable ones are those who either don't, or they question his the veracity of his claims, or they question his motives, not on a getting becoming a cardinal level, but really, why did he wait as long as he did kind of situation. I don't question him there either. There are other reasonable ones, though, too, who usually people who get tired of his letters and things and think he should actually take action in the crisis in the church. Something more meaningful than merely writing letters. Now, I think his letter writing, for the most part, has been very good, that it does serve to give hope to people that they aren't, you know, that, that you know, you haven't noticed things that you aren't, you know, suffering some just misconceptions about things going on. It's very nice when a prelate in the church does what they're supposed to do, which is lead, even if it is from, you know, a desk, by pointing out the errors we see, expounding on them and teaching why they are errors from a faithful and theological perspective, which is what Vigano has been doing. But I will admit that I am one who has wanted him to do more. Not more letter writing, I've wanted him to take greater action. And we now have news that Archbishop Vigano, amazingly, this, this news got lost in the shuffle of this week, thanks to Archbishop Victor Manuel Fernandez and his appointment to the DDF. We have news of just that, though. Archbishop Vigano is taking much more concrete action than he has taken since August 25th of 2018, when he released his initial letter that sent shockwaves in the church. The action isn't the concrete action that many of us have been wanting him to take, which is to ordain good priests and, yes, follow in Archbishop Lefebvre's footsteps and ordain bishops to make sure that the authentic faith carries on beyond just as an insurance policy against modernist Rome. That is essentially what the SSPX did, recognizing that there was a crisis in the church even back in the 1970s and 1980s. They took steps to ensure that the faith survived. And many want Archbishop, uh, Archbishop Vicano, rather, to do that. He hasn't taken that step, at least not yet, and given his age, I don't know if he ever, if he will. But he's taken a different kind of concrete step, and this is interesting, to put, say the least. You're familiar with the Coalition for Canceled Priests, a North American, mostly United States organization of priests who have been canceled by their bishops, who created a sort of organization for themselves so that they could have their needs met, they could speak out against the errors in the church, what have you. Imagine this on a worldwide scale. So we go to the Gateway Pundit for this story. And I'm noticing the Gateway Pundit, which is a secular conservative news outlet, has been doing a lot of Catholic content lately, and I'm not really sure why that is. Perhaps the author like of this piece, uh, Mr. Jim Hoft, is a Catholic. I don't know. But we see this happening a lot lately with them and a few other secular conservative outlets. So, to the Gateway Pundit we go with a modified headline, 
Archbishop Vigano announces entity created to help religious victims of the established church or embedded church. <laughs> this is a good step. We need something like this. Now, he, what he has here is the text of essentially of a letter from Vigano. It's very, very short, and I will give it to you here in full, and then we're going to talk about this because remember, it's not just priests in America that have been canceled, and it's bishops in Europe, bishops in North America, presumably bishops in South America that I'm not aware of. If you are aware of good news sites in South America, please email me links to them. I can't, you know, put you can't put them in the comment section; they won't show up. But put send them to me links to them into my email address, which is in the description box below, because I suspect the things we see in North America and Western Europe are happening in South America and Africa as well. Good bishops and good priests being silenced. And this is especially good news, though, from Vigano when we are watching uh, to wait and see what's going to happen with Bishop Strickland. So, he, so as he tell, as the article, the article, if you want to call it that, because it's a letter, has a just one sentence introduction that says, Carlo Maria Vigano, Archbishop Apostolic Nuncio, which is the uh, Vatican's ambassador, announces the association Exerge Domine is born to help priests and religious who are victims of the Bergolian purges. Okay, so Exerge Domine is Latin for Arise, O Lord. That's what it means. So the organization is essentially Arise, O Lord. And then it's for the defense of the church. <clears throat> and again, that's a good thing. We need this today. We need more than just the Coalition for Canceled Priests. We need something with worldwide reach because the church is universal, meaning worldwide. It is available for anybody, anywhere to become Catholic. And in the crisis in the church, that generally means you're going to have priests, and yes, bishops, from far-flung reaches of the world, canceled because they speak the truth. There's an African priest who got essentially silenced because he spoke the truth. There's, the, there's that bishop in Puerto Rico who was silenced, who lost his job. To my knowledge, still has no job in the church, even though he's a bishop, because he refused to go along with some of the evil dictates coming out of apostate Rome. So let's go with Vigano's letter here, and we'll talk about it briefly. The church is going through a very serious crisis, mirrored that of civil governments. Those who hold positions of power have shown themselves to be enemies of the institution they oversee, and of the people over whom they exercise their authority. This subversive action leads those who are not willing to accept the betrayal to become the object of persecution. Just as the doctors who chose to treat patients during the most recent 2020 events lost their licenses and were deprived of their salary, so the priests and religious who they do not adapt to the Bergolian revolution are being removed from churches, expelled from convents, and left without any means of support. And what is most disconcerting is that the persecutions of those who are good multiply with impunity, while at the same time those who carry them out show themselves to be conciliatory and inclusive towards the enemies of the church. Heretics and those who are corrupt remain in their positions. Indeed, they are promoted and encouraged in sin and vice by the very ones whom Christ commanded to protect the flock from rapacious wolves. On the other hand, in the marvelous world of Santa Marta, Convents and religious houses must be sold in order to transform them into resorts or lucrative new arrival welcoming centers. Or more simply, they are sold in order to compensate for the millions in reparations that the dioceses must pay to the victims of their corrupt clergy and the financial hole resulting from the disaffection of the faithful. The persecution imposed by the Vatican, where Bergoglio's protégés dominate with impunity, also manifests itself in disciplinary actions that violate the laws of the church, 
and the very purpose for which those laws have legitimacy. There are countless cases of placing dioceses and religious communities under pontifical commissions, or intimidating inspections, specious apostolic visits, removal of bishops, while priests are suspended ad divinis, or reduced to the lay state, whose only mistake has been not wanting to apostatize the Catholic faith. The recent cases of the Benedictine Monastery of Pienza in Italy and the Carmel of Arlington in Texas, which are added to many less well-known cases, are the confirmation of a deliberate will to distort and destroy the last vestiges of Catholicism on the part of the highest levels of the hierarchy. To this end, under my personal patronage, the civil association Exerge Domine has been founded, which has as its social purpose, quote, to provide assistance, support, and material help to clergy, religious, and consecrated laity who are in conditions of particular economic and logistical difficulties, to defend the unchanged and incorruptible tradition of the Catholic faith, to preserve and promote the traditional liturgy, to encourage the study and theological and cultural awareness of the immense religious, historical, and artistic heritage of Christianity, and to foster opportunities for dialogue and encounter between the various associations, experiences, or groups operating within the perennial tradition of the Catholic Church. Exerge Domine will eventually be able to become a foundation, but it's already operating on an international level, engaging the assistance of religious who are persecuted because of their fidelity to tradition. Anyone who shares these aims can, contri can contribute as a supporter. A website has been activated, exergedomine.org, that I invite everyone to visit, where it is possible to follow and support ongoing projects. In the spirit of true Christian fraternity and renewed unity in the bond of faith, hope, and charity, we can give an edifying example to our persecuted brothers and sisters, a warning to our faithful pastors, and hope to our children, because we'll only be holy priests, priests who are faithful to the gospel, priests who are in love with Christ, who will rebuild tomorrow, but beginning already today, that which we have allowed to be demolished for too long. Those are the words of Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano. And again, it is good that he is taking much more concrete action that, in theory, should maybe silence some of his, his more reasonable crit critics, because after basically five years of letter writing, it is reasonable that some ask why he hasn't taken more direct action if the crisis in the church is as bad as he has made it out to be. That's a fair assessment. And now he's doing so. And he's doing so really, I think, at the most critical time, when faithful nuns and faithful men religious and faithful priests and bishops, regardless of whether they are affiliated with the Novus Ordo or the, or, you know, traditional priestly fraternities, are being crushed for trying to have the faith and teach the faith. We live in interesting times, and it is good to see leadership from Archbishop Vigano on this. Do you want to see more, though? And I'll be checking with this website periodically to see what other news Vigano gives us here. I would hope that, uh, you know, when we're talking about donations to a non-profit organization with an explicit purpose, this isn't like Patreon or something, you know, that he gives us some kind of reports on what's going on, even if it's not like hard numbers, but hey, you know, here's a group of women religious that we intervened with over in you know, South America, something to that effect. There should be, of course, some transparency in this, as there is with any of these kind of organizations. Do you think this is going to cause Vigano trouble? Will the enemies of the church and the enemies of Christ who hold official positions in the hierarchy come down on him like the wrath of God for this? After all, they already did so when, after he told the truth about Ted McCarrick 
and Francis's relations to Ted McCarrick and the things Francis did for Ted McCarrick and the things Ted McCarrick did for Francis. Do you think they're going to try to blame him for more things? Do you think they're going to try to find a way to shut him down? I'm very curious what you think about this move and what else you'd like to see from him. This, I think, is a good start. This might be all he's able to do. Again, he is not exactly a young bishop anymore. So keep Archbishop Vigano in your prayers. Go visit the website. I have the links to this article in my show notes today at returntotradition.org. Uh, links can't really be posted too much in, in the comment section. If you try to put a link there, it's not going to show up. It just isn't. Anyway, let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media. That helps too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.